as you mentioned, first round, he was really connecting with that jab. But then as the fight went on, Glover just threw the entire garage at him, and there was nothing he could do about it. I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's going to fatty you. He is terrible. You got to know how many waiters are going down these new stones. I'm going to go quick because I don't give a fuck about anything that's going to happen on Saturday. Hello, boy. We have a we are on a winning streak. Did Jay go through reviews per, reverse puberty? I think so. I was trying to yeah. extend the length of it this week, so I had, to, I, had to go, I had to go into a different octave. It's okay. <laughs> we have a winning streak. I am so excited. Why even talk about anything else? We have the garage weight man doing garage weight things. He's not just winning out of coming out of garages. He's taking dude's teeth out. He's the damn tooth fairy. That was great. Yeah, early stoppage, but, you know. <laughs> we called that shit to a T. Back to back. Anthony Smith moves to one on one and one the last couple months. I don't think any of the judges gave him a 10-7 round three. Yeah, I don't know that was the fucked up part. Could have made it 10-6. There was, so Florida finishes out scorecards. So they actually score the the roundest thing, and they one judge gave him a ten seven fifth. Yeah, but not That's a ten a, seven third. No, I don't know. Floor is yeah. weird. They, they was fucking that, was that not every uh, old man Glover's fight get beat up in the first? Like I had a bunch of buddies who were about oh, yeah. to get asked me who to bet on and stuff, and and we had Glover, and they're like, he's getting his ass beat. He's slow. I was like, like, wait for it. I was like, it's fine as long as he's not <laughs> unconscious. We're good. Oh, yeah. I'm sleeping in good shape. Zoom, like, people are like, oh, man, he's getting tagged. I was like, nothing I have seen far has worried me at all. Yeah, it's Glover. It's Glover. He's a freak show. He's, what he's I was actually kind of happier when, when Smith came out like that. I was like, fuck yeah, he's going to gas even sooner. Yeah. He came out firing. Yep. Brad, your video keeps freezing. It's distracting me. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm going to switch over to <laughs> the laptop. Are you on your phone? Uh, iPad. Oh, You're going to try it out. It's a failed so, experiment. Shall we go through the card? I guess so. I mean, well, well, first you should say that, that Wes is not here. I mean, he was so excited about Glover's victory that he just hyper he's hyperventilating and couldn't talk about his, it. He pulled his groin. Saturday. That and the fact that he's that he basically lost his voice. He was doing that Anthony Smith squat in the corner thing. That uh, <laughs> after I think he, punched him in the dick. But I think he might have lost his voice talking about the the you know the banter on on Twitter between Francis Nagano or on on Instagram mm. between Francis Nagano and John Jones. He has been very vocal about this fight, and I think he's yeah. just, he's just yeah, that's that's something. I think he tuckered himself out. Yeah, in the, in the in the group chat argument that we had earlier today, you know, I hate being I hate being on on Jeremy's side, but you know, shit happens, I guess. Yeah, it doesn't happen that often. I know it never happens. When are me and Jeremy on the same side of anything? Not much. Not much. Brad would probably be on on our side, wouldn't he? I don't. What was the argument? I missed it. 
that Bones would uh, take down Engano and elbow his face until he gave up? He could. I'm not oh, sure if he that's, would. That's what or I'm well. talking about, Brad. Well, take him down and submit him, maybe. Would that be better? They basically said that fucking Hagano's like if they fought, Jones would instantly take him down and smash him. That's that's yeah. what they're. And but I Jones is suggesting that he that that Francis is too slow and Jones could just strike at range with him and win. That's well, what Jones. Talking, he's, he was he was saying that he, Santos was ten times more technical yeah. than he would say, definitely well, faster. Well, it's because people were I I assume I read some on Twitter that people were saying Bones Bones would get his ass kicked by Engano, you know. All that shit, and he was like, "Santos is a better, quicker striker," yeah. which I don't think that's the reason Ngano wins fights. I think he just is he pulled he very big. He, he just he very, very people, he got man. double the power of Santos. That's I think Bones. Would, I think Bones would make pretty pretty easy work out of Ngano personally. Man, I think it'd be a slow day at the office. He's not. He has not been fighting smart either in the past. Yeah, but we talked about this earlier. But the, I've never seen someone that fights to the level of his competition more than John Jones. Well, I mean, that was you seven can years say ago. that, but once it's it true. Look at it really happens. It once it gets yeah, if you look happens, at it, it's more of a trend than it is. Uh, yeah, but going going into the fights, right? Did anyone think that Smith or Santos or Reyes would give Bones anything? No. So Bones didn't give anything. There were other people that did. There were other people that did that we oh, didn't. Yeah, did. but they're idiots. Yeah, they're idiots. They're huge minus four hundred every nothing. fight. Anthony Smith psyched himself out in the during Anthony's, the fight. Anthony Smith fight is just stupid. Like he worked Smith. The only thing is he's he was playing with his fucking food too long, and he almost got DQ'd because he's an idiot. He could have put Smith away earlier, yeah, and then Anthony Smith here. thought somebody was breaking into his home when he fought John Jones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But enough about that. Let's talk about Garage Weight Champion. Yeah. That's- yeah, that was that was every Glover fight I've seen in the last five years. It was beautiful. Yeah, was going so back great. to this fight we saw that we saw in Nashville when we were down there uh, against Osp. I feel like his last like five or six fights have all been very similar. Unless yeah. he gets KO'd in the first like two minutes, it's gonna be uh, it's it kind of goes that way. He takes damage t- and takes over fights. What was he, he like? Plus one fifty five or plus one sixty when we gave it out? And then yeah, by the time the fight rolled around, he was two ten. I was disappointed we didn't get that. Yeah, I bet him again just before the fight. We should have gotten that after after the first round. I just just like minus four hundred or something. Oh, Glover should have moved to the favorite. I know we know that, but I'm pretty sure he wasn't. Like people were. No, it was it was even money after round two. Well, after two, but I want to know after round one when Smith looked good. I mean, he looked. Oh, I don't. I don't remember the line after round one. Yeah. Man, three thirty, three forty. I don't know, something like that. Yeah. That was there were a lot of we good live lines. I don't know. Moises, Kelleher, a lot of good uh, post round one bets. We could yeah. talk about the uh, the card, unless you want to talk more about Glover. Yeah, I mean, think, like, what sort of addition is he going to put on the garage now? Uh, Man, he got he got fucking what did he get? Forms of the night. You think I'll put some insulation on the garage? He's, he's like, doing some no. upgrades, baby. I mean, Connecticut's got, cold in the winter time. I mean, insulation. He's already got the out. insulation in there. He's a smart man. I think Practicality he's actually, first. I read he's going to uh, upgrade his spa, so he's going to paint the trash can. Ooh. Yeah, he's going to paint the trash can red, bright, Ooh. anger, Very nice. fire, yeah. red. Yep. He's now the t- he's now the bone collector too, taking teeth, taking in scissors. That was great. That was that was that just was brutal. There, there was like corner stoppages are kind of an enigma, right? Like 
We don't see them happen very much in MMA. Ever. We, we, we just Barely don't. Ever. And I, I think that's wrong. But it, like, I put more blame on like Jason Herzog because there was at least 10 opportunities. He could have jumped in and everyone would have said, great job. Like during that third round or, or early in the fourth round, especially, right? It's like he should have landed like one, one punch and then just stopped it. And why is Brad in here twice? I have no idea. <laughs> there we go. That was amazing. <laughs> Yeah, so. like, obviously, the thing is, like, they were just waiting for Glover to, to, to rain down some punches, and I think it would have stopped him. But, but Glover's like, nah, I'm going for subs, because he always fucking does that. He yeah. never, I'm a little he never disappointed just commit, we commits to the ground and pounds. We should have gotten the sub. sub. We should have gotten the sub winner. We, we should have. But, but I feel like, like, towards the end, like, the end of round four into round five, Glover's like, you know what, I'm going to pound this guy out. I want, I want, I want a TKO. He decided I'm not going for the sub anymore. I don't know. He was still going well, for the he, sub. He was going late. for the sub and going for the sub, and then Smith kept defending it like an idiot. And then Glover apologized, <laughs> and then he <laughs> shit out of him more after that. Yeah. So he you felt got, bad. You're he making me do it to bad. you, man. He literally apologized for <laughs> yeah. during a fight. I fucking, I fucking love that guy. Mark so, Montoya is a piece of shit, though, man. This is the, that, the, the guy time. that it was. It was yeah. It, it was bad, but like. I don't know, like, it's, yes, it's the corner's job to protect the fighter, and he definitely should have done it. We never see it. Jason Herzog had 515 opportunities in yeah. that third, fourth, or fifth. So I understand letting it go a little longer after he dropped him, just to see if he's defending himself. But it was clear right after that 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 fight was over at that time. And there was no he, way that Smith could have won at that point. Yeah, like, like no point there, for this fight to continue. There isn't a rule in there that says the fighter on top has to land four to five consecutive punches to stop a fight. Like, they could have stopped it at any time in those last three rounds. Glover landed one of those hard punches. They could have stopped the fight right there. So, like, I put 90% of the blame on, on Jason Herzog. Um, mm-hmm. it, at, at the same time, it's it's weird, right? Like, when you talk to Anthony Smith, it's, you know, I, I, I want to go out my shield, and the corner is supposed to save him. But the actual rules and what the refs are there for, part of it, is to save the fighters. So I put more blame on, on Herzog. I think it's because he was in that fake organization for so mm-hmm. long. Before he got to the big leagues, he started his year. New Sean. Yeah, it was weird because uh, Anthony Smith kept being like, yeah, every time he asked me to move or do something, I did enough to stay in the fight. Like, no, you didn't. You moved a little bit and then continued yeah. to get the shit beat out of you. <laughs> he moved where it was like. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or it was like, he hit him here and he was like. <laughs> it honestly could have been stopped when he dropped him in the third. Like that yeah, could have been it. Clearly broke his orbital bone. He broke his orbital bone. Like, like yeah. anybody can see that that happened. Like it should have been over then. That was fucking stupid, man. You, Sean, Brad, did you catch uh, TSN last night after the fights? <laughs> I thought again today yeah. too. <laughs> the gar- garage weight is making uh, making its way. Our boy Aaron said he Glover threw the garage at him <laughs> <laughs> on fucking live TV on live on a, Canadian on the, the sports main center. sports team channel. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's so awesome. Great. Yeah, it's making so us. Glover, Glover's gonna get Reyes next or what? <laughs> no, I don't think that's a good fight for him. Uh, Jones is gonna go up to heavyweight, and Glover's just gonna be crowned the champ. Fine. As long as the virus continues, I mean, there is no one better than Glover. You can't get to the otherwise. This is easy. This is this is manifest destiny. Jones is going up, and the fight to make is is Glover beating the shit out of Reyes for the belt in the pandemic, and Glover literally becomes champ during a pandemic. (laughs) 
40 years old. This is the only way he could become champion. Once, if, if restrictions are lifted, Glover's invincibility is over. I don't know if I have any beer left. I don't know where Blockwood's trained, but if, if he's like outside oh, no. of the U.S., then uh, then maybe they make Reyes versus Glover when, when Jones goes up. That'd be fucking sick. The only beer in here is Corona. Uh-oh. Uh, I mean, for Glover, I mean, if he's invincible. You've... It's not about the virus. Corona's just a, a horrid beer. I just... You missed my point. <laughs> well, I was just so defeated. Let's go to the garage, guys. Watch five, then. I shaved my head today. Looking good. Got the beard trim. I, I didn't know you had hair to shave, yeah, yeah. to be honest with you. Yeah, you get some good Looking like a baby, going. Lance. Looking like a baby. Let's head to the garage. See what we got. When's, when's his internet going to cut out? This is better than going to Lucas' basement from yesteryear. Gary <laughs> <laughs> was down here, and that's why he hasn't been on Twitter in four years. <laughs> oh, we got a call left. Oh, somebody asked oh. us uh, what's next for MJ. Uh, Michael Johnson. We'll, 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 we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that later. Let's 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 stick to this. Again, we're we are two and zero oh in, in 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 COVID land since the return. Yeah, the consensus is two and zero. Oh. Has anybody been more confident in a bet ever than we were collectively on Glover? <laughs> and yet, I think we all went bigger on board. No, I didn't. I not, didn't touch not Warriors. The end of the night. <laughs> I said goes decision. I, I was my big bet was on on Glover. I wanted him to get that sub, but I'll, I yeah, I, really, I was really ha- I was confident with the sub too. Uh, it, it was kind of like that fight with uh, with Jared Rochal, uh You know, close. when we were in Nashville, like we were so close, and you could just sniff it, and then yeah. We got some bad selection going on here. Yeah, Glover's now like a top three <laughs> light heavyweight in the world. He's 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 one fight away now? from the title. He was top three light heavyweight in the world in like 2008. He's back, <laughs> Brad. Pandemic, pandemic. Glover. It's it's like another level. So yeah. someone in the chat, MMA KO said Anthony Smith said he smelled uh, said uh, he smelled cigarettes and beer on him. I'm surprised Anthony Smith can smell anything anymore. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like busted top, too. He broke his fucking nose. I'm trying to think of top, like five worst like judge like uh, referee moments in terms of just like letting fights prolong for minutes at a time. I mean, the, Herb Dean and the Luke Rockhold Chris Weidman fight. Uh, Herb mm-hmm. Dean and the Anthony, uh, not the Anthony Pettis, the the Jose Aldo uh, Max Holloway fight would be up there. I think it was Yamasaki in that fight with Valentina Shevchenko in Brazil where she almost killed that girl. Oh, Cachoeira. Yeah, that was <laughs> bad. This might be on the list. I mean, this fight went on a legitimate seven Jeez. or eight, at least eight, maybe seven, eight, nine minutes longer than it probably should have. Yeah. That's yeah. bad. This was like, it, it was up there with that Rockhold Weidman one, like Pat Curran, Joe that Warren. That Weidman's like, career. It might have ruined fucking Smith's career. That's what I'm saying. He's 31 <laughs> years old. That guy, I mean, like, look, he, he was, he was, you know, he, he obviously had some success in the UFC, but now I think, I think he's a, probably ends up being a totally different fighter moving forward. It, that's a lot of damage to take unnecessarily. That's, that's yeah. on the referee. I'm sorry. Let's talk, let's talk about other stuff because this is depressing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you hit. Right, first, uh, first fight of the night, Lance. You, well, that's you, why Lance wants did. to talk about it. He, yeah. you got this one, Lance. Chase Sherman beating up a middleweight. Guys, I mean, yes, Chase Sherman sucks. He does. He was also fighting a pregnant 185 pound man. Did you, you could see, see the power difference? That, in the first, 
Oh, not even power. He was the better fighter. Like he was just a much better fighter. And yes. he was so much bigger. I know you guys wanted to give me shit all night about Jay <laughs> Sherman. Uh, the funny part is I lost that parlay because Andre Arlovsky won in 2020. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. I thought Sherman looked, he looked decent. Like his hands look, his hands look good, but he's fighting a complete stiff. So I thought it was the power though, to be honest with you. Um, I think I as soon as power, he was backing up the whole time. He also sucked. Some, someone asked him here, does he deserve a, a chance down a weight class? I say give Villanueva another fight. Just he because. doesn't deserve another fight. He fought during the coronavirus. Give him a shot. Let him let him cut down to like 170. There's too many fighters <laughs> to begin Like going, from, going on to 170, take a shot, fight Rumble. Lance, every company's cutting costs during these times. They can easily cut 150 fighters. <laughs> they should cut 150 fighters. That That'd would be, be great. good, but then we can't fill fucking fight cards. That yes, we can. They, they are old. Fights. Make them all eight fight cards. That would be perfect. Yes. Oh. I mean, this this weekend is down to nine, I think. Which is beautiful. No, I think it's more nine. than that. No, it's more it's than nine. that. One um, got canceled today. You guys know that, right? What fight was that? What got canceled? Okay, sorry, it's 11, which is going to be down to 10. Now, now it's 10, yeah. What was canceled? Mike Davis versus Chikazi. Chikazi. Oh, that's Chikazi. a shame. Probably would have been good. Anyway. All right, so move up. We got Brian Kelleher against Hunter Big Azor. That was, good. that was nasty. Can we talk can we can, can we talk about Kelleher being underrated by everybody? He doesn't look like he's a fighter. He looks like Lance. And then he wins. Up in weight class. He looks like you, bro. Sorry. No, he doesn't. We'll let the we'll we'll let we'll let the, the audience uh first of all. First of all. He, he somehow is in the chat. For those listening in the chat, tell me, does Brian Kelleher look like Lance? Yes or no? I mean, not even no. a little bit. There's not even a tiny bit. Yes, he does. He's bald Here's, just like you. Jay's That's all it is. Bald people. There's, there's yeah. a lot of bald people look the same. He has a giant beard. He has tattoos everywhere. And somehow, yet him being a professional fighter, he is way fatter than me. Way fatter than me. No, he's fighting up a weight class. How much do you weigh? Um, like one sixty. <laughs> How much? One sixty. How are they fatter than you? They're one hundred and thirty-five pound fighters. I yeah, know I know. That's what Lance is trying to say. Did you see him? He was fat. I don't know. I've seen you without a shirt on in a while. It's pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was awesome, though. Arm. I mean, obviously bigger arms than Kelleher. <laughs> arms are up by 0-3. No big deal. You can't well, hit like Kelleher, though. That's that's a bit no, 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 different. No. Somebody just wrote in the chat that they think you look like Kelleher. No, he was responding to Herb had fight goes to the distance. No, oh, that's not what he was responding to. <laughs> he looks nothing like me. I mean, there's no similarities besides we both don't have I wish hair. I could post a picture. I, I downloaded a picture. I mean, there's literally no similarities whatsoever. It's like, literally uh, just you're bald. That's the yeah, only. That's the only tattoo thing. of Jesus on his chest. I know. You know that's true. We can't see it. All, all, all Jay is looking at is your head, and yeah, you got, you're bald. Lance's head hard. is like very straight from his like temples down to his jaw. Kelleher's yeah. got like a very tapered face. It's a completely different face shape. Sure. Sure. Come on, good head. This is this is a good ball. <laughs> good cranium. <laughs> it's kind of like loose, except you yeah. gotta have a plate of chicken. This is, this is nice. This is good here. <laughs> that fight was a featherweight, by the way, Jay. So even oh, closer to Lance's weight. Right in Lance's wheelhouse. 
I probably got a better guillotine too. Yeah, uh, I like uh, uh, no, he's got a pretty good guillotine. Yeah, that was the joke there. Keep it um, going. Keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> Says the guy holding the claw. Yeah, dude, it's claw season. What the fuck you want me to do? Uh, we don't always <laughs> Actually, I'm way more embarrassed by the garage wait season. Come on. Yeah. So okay. we're pretty much out of beer, and the next beer I have to drink is actually more embarrassing. That's yeah, yeah, exactly. If you're slumming up. Oh, that's a blue moon because oh, you don't want to do the the Corona, right? 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 Blue moon. I, it's a it's really a battle between what's a worse beer, blue moon, you, or you like excuse me, it's called Belgian moon. Yeah, that's Belgian um, moon. Mm. Even worse. You don't like orange flavored beer or what? I just think it's very sweet. Honestly, it's not beer. Yeah. Beer should yeah. be a lot better. This you beer. can only have like one of them. Then it's terrible. Brad, next time we hang out, we should just just go deep on the claws. Was that a wine cooler? Slamming. Wait, who do you want? Oh, oh, they're saying we should invite Kelleher on the podcast. <laughs> that would be. I mean, we've gone away from the the fighter thing. It's just. Uh, I don't hey, know. If, if somebody shares our sense of humor, they can they can probably make it on. The yeah, there's no well, fighters. Not often now. That's the problem. I don't know how that's many exactly. fighters get it. They're they're a little serious about their. Yeah, right. I think they've natural. got a real career. <laughs> yeah, yeah, their job. Let's keep it going. I don't, I don't want to get beat up just thinking about this idea. All right. Yeah, uh, right. Next fight, Gabriel Benitez and Omar Morales. Pretty fun striking matchup. Morales got the decision. Um, I think that's probably deserved. Yep. Morales is better than I expected. Yeah, he is better than I expected too, bro. Huh? You, you like you like the what is it, the Venezuelan Phil Baroni or whatever wherever the hell he's from? He did he's from oh, Venezuela. Yeah. Yeah. Why are we calling yeah. him Baroni though? Because he's jacked. He's bricked up. Oh, I thought yeah. you were talking about what was underneath his shorts. He's got a pretty big meat stick. Yeah. <laughs> Chorizo? <laughs> Chorizo. <laughs> uh, did you see his nickname? Venezuelan fighter, yeah. Venezuelan That's fighter. great. That's, That's great. almost as good as Twenty-five Eight. Yeah, the Venezuelan fighter. Wait, didn't All he right. change his name? It's not Beast in Twenty Five Eight anymore. It's something else, right? It's something really it's not even worse. Yeah, it's something worse and and lame. It's like Mister Primetime or something. That's that's better than Venezuelan fighter. Oh, overtime, Corey. Oh. Overtime and overtime. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then oh man, <laughs> Eubanks and Moraz. Uh, oh wait, before we stop talking about that fight, the cut on uh, Benita's oh, shit. shit. Oh, whoa, that oh. was something. How many Ooh. beers? How many beers? That was that was bad. That was a bad yeah. cut. Now we can move on. Yeah, we can. Eubanks won. Keep moving on. Let's move on to Went the to decision. That's all you need to know. <laughs> I didn't really watch that fight. Was it as bad as I? No, I actually him? had a shower during that fight. Yeah, I wasn't good. really watching either. I, I, I'm, I'm to the decision. point where I will literally not even watch like 95 percent of them. No, will, you, will you watch Claudia on Saturday? Yes, I will. That's, That's my right. girl. That's yes, right. uh-huh. you like Brazilians, I bet. Huh? Anyway. <laughs> Stay out of my house. Anyway, uh, first fight of the main card. I still don't get the main card, prelim card. Same, it's the same place. Tiago Moises heel hook. Over it wasn't my a heel hook. What was it then? Is it knee bar? Was it? I thought it was ankle, knee bar. Straight ankle, ankle lock, Achilles lock, whatever you want to call it. Not a heel hook. Even though it was his knee affected. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But... That, that shouldn't count. That, that's a lame <laughs> that, way. This is a peak Michael Johnson fight. He fucking looked he, awesome he in the first round. I'm like, man, my, I got this is a pick. I'm like, I'm feeling, and it's gone. 
John, wow. If you look who Michael Johnson has beat, it's insane. He's beat some unfair players, and he is 16 and 10 now in his career and lost to some No, he's, shit I thought he was 19 and 16. I saw something. This one's bad. That was a bad one. Yeah. That was as bad as it gets. He what is 19 he doing and 16. His record is basically like Mark Hunt's record. So he'll be 19, he 19 and 16. He should right, play Artem. 19 and 16. Like, can you cut him? Like, you cut a guy like Michael Johnson? I mean, I guess. <sighs> yeah, probably. He's so, he's so talented still. Like, it's so – he's one of, to me, like, the most mysterious fighters I've seen. It's crazy. I'd say it's probably – He's not watched. Just it's not, not like meeting expectations, watched. I would say he's probably one of the highest. He's a like, guy who just never – just never he's got He's just there. inconsistent, and now he's just shit. Like, I mean, well, and he the was weird losing the good guys and, and he's beating good guys so a while many ago, times. But. The, the weird thing with him, it's like when fighters get older and they fight for a while and they start going down, like they lose something. I feel like he's just as good as he was like six years ago or whatever it was. Like yeah, his hand, not pulling yeah, shit yeah, that's not true. He's, he can't do his it over three rounds. Same, like he just does something stupid. He didn't get tired in that fight. He did. He just is. He's an idiot. He just gets sloppy <laughs> and does something stupid. Like he thought he was out of that takedown after the sprawl and just idiot. Like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, Scog- like almost Scoggins level. Yeah, that's yeah, that's close. a good that's a good comparison. Him, uh, Luke Sanders, uh, yeah, some guys that really like to mook. Some he, guys that have talent he, and just piss it away. I mean, the Resmadati fight was really the beginning of just being. Luke Sanders is at the top of that list because he lost Becky Lynch too. Yeah, yeah that was true. <laughs> he, has, he likes that red hair. I mean, he's beaten so many good guys. So like, many good guys. It's insane. Pain. Yep. Now he's losing by heel hook to Tiago Moises. Not a heel hook for him. That's actually like the fit. I think how many times he lost by heel hook now? No, it's the only, I think it's the only time. No, he's lost three times by heel hook. What? So twice. He's been subbed nine times out of sixteen he's losses. Soft, like, I think he's just a bit soft when he gets in trouble. <laughs> yes, he quits. Yeah, how many guys tap out to that heel hook? You think? How many times has he been sub period? I don't know, man. He nine times. Looked like he fucked up his knee. Yeah, but like, how often do you see that finish in that situation? It's yeah, like because he's an idiot and he put himself in there and he didn't get himself yeah, out of there. Good. When's the last time somebody got submitted like that in, in the UFC? It's got to. It could be years. Paul Harris. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I guess, exactly. I guess years. BJ. BJ against Ryan Hall. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. But even those were like actual heel hooks. Well, yeah, yeah, just like a guy dude who your leg and like specialists. <laughs> yeah, Tiago Moises is the leg lock specialist. Like, if, if it wasn't for being Michael Johnson, I wouldn't even been nervous of a finish in that situation. But if it was <laughs> yeah. Michael Johnson, I was like, ah, shit. he got find a way. Yeah, that was. I felt bad for Michael Johnson in that moment. You like the, the Josh Emmett thing, right? Like he wins almost the entire fight, gets knocked out. And then the Stevie Ray super close fight, uh, and then he fights Moises and puts on a fucking clinic around one, and then gets his leg rubbed wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Poor bastard. I bet Michael Johnson goes for an hour long massage and calls it quits after five minutes. <laughs> he, he signs up for the uh, the hardcore shiatsu <laughs> massage, and then he switches <laughs> Swedish two minutes in. <laughs> oh, ah! <laughs> oh shit. Oh. All right, on moving to sadder on. times. Moving on to heavyweights and give Michael Johnson a striker. By the way, decisions that don't make sense. 
Andre Arlovsky, unanimous decision, three, two, tw- two thirty twenty seven cards over Felipe Lins. Not only did Felipe wins win the first round, he won the fight. Yeah. Lost a unanimous decision. Someone explain this to me. I the yeah, second and third yeah. round were Arlovsky's. No, yeah, the second oh, round could have gone either way. The third round definitely Arlovsky's. First round yeah. definitely wins. I agree. So. I- I, I bet on, I obviously had Arlovsky and it was to cash a pretty decent sized parlay. It was like a plus 165 parlay. You had Linz. Or Linz, yeah. And I, I didn't think Linz had a chance going to the cards. I, I clearly scored the second and third round for, I was crossing my fingers and hoping for Florida. Uh, 3027 was gross. Yeah, that's just a bad card. Florida did yeah, it. Like, it, it it's won. a close fight, but just giving him all three rounds is fucking brutal. And yeah, that was signs delicious. of other things to come. Well, when they said 30-27, I thought Linz was going to get it. Yeah. Because yeah. I was thinking there was only one really, like, I thought Orlowski won the second third, but they were both really close. There was one the dominant round. Yeah, one. But the first was dominant, yeah. Yep. Wild. Yeah, he was <sighs> bashing him around. Next oh, well. up. Ricky Simone and Ray Borg, another one, but this one almost, we almost stole this one. We almost stole it. I know we did. That was, that could have been bad. Yeah. I mean, Ricky Simone dominated the wrestling here. I think that was a bit Mm -hmm. of a surprise. He is bigger, but, um, Borg just was like too willing to be taken down. And that was kind of the, the killer. Borg is undersized. That's the truth. He's just willing to not throw his, Punches in his what you, obvious advantage. Dude, those like I'm, that last minute and a half of the third round. Like I felt sick to my stomach that he waited till that to do that. Like do that, those man. fucking hooks he was digging to the body, and like he looked so good at the end of the third round. I'm like what the fuck? Are you doing? Like it's kind of Ray Borg in a nutshell, right? The yeah. guy always has like you always feel like he can do something. You see these glimpses of him being like amazing, but then sometimes it, like. He's in his comments today. He was like, "I forgot how to wrestle." Like, how the fuck you don't That's, forget how to that wrestle? That is Ray Borg right there. You can wrestle or you can't. You don't forget. Like, he's kind of had a Mookie career. Let's be honest. Very good guy, and his fights are almost always fun. Yep, went to the decision. But at 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 this weight class, he's. I just don't think it's ever going to be there for him. He's got to get to one twenty five. He's too small. Simone he's isn't a small. giant guy either. But he was, but he was bigger here, so, and it was bigger awesome. here. He's but like, a good sized bantamweight, and he's a good, he's a like, yeah, yeah, like Simone isn't a gigantic bantamweight. You know, like it just it truly showed how undersized Borg is at one thirty five. And I didn't think Borg was overly big at one twenty five. I just think the dude is doesn't want to cut weight. Speaking of guys like that, speaking of one guys that like are big for 125 and struggle to make the weight and sometimes fight at 135 what's John Lineker up to these days i feel like he's, he's fighting quiet. for one he's fighting what? for one they cut oh, him oh no yeah. that's right they cut him because he wouldn't take a fight for i forget what the reason was he's not even 30 yet Lineker? So fucking dumb that's insane yeah. he's yeah, been around so forever yeah he's fought he fought once um he fought in October. That's the Brazilian one. that Lance really liked. Now I remembered. Uh everyone you got it. Yeah. He did it. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, that's he's just gone, so it doesn't We didn't talk count. about that last week <laughs> while we were going through this, but that was one of your guys. It was. Was well, Blair yep. a wrestler? We didn't like Lineker though. I'm not, I don't think he was a high level wrestler, but Borg? I think he was like There's no way like, he wrestled. 
He did wrestle, but only in high school. He didn't. He didn't wrestle. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he wrestled in high school. He did. I'm, I'm <laughs> pretty no, sure. There's no way a wrestler would just miss weight like he does and just be so undisciplined with weight. It doesn't make any sense. New Mexico Cejudo did it a bunch of times. Cejudo did it a bunch of times. I think he did it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually, Johnny I remember Hendrick at the time, that was like a, a conspiracy theory. He wanted to get cut from Legacy so he could go to the UFC. So he I mean, missing weight. Shit. Your boy, your boy you know, what about, what about Hendrick? Hendrick's Hendrick? missed weight. Yeah, what about Hendrick's? And he's that's really the exception. He's got an eating disorder, so that doesn't count. I think that's probably that's why he's got his bulimia. It's It's just so rare for it's so rare for wrestlers to miss weight. Like it is so rare. Like not in MMA. I mean, in re- like in wrestling, because you don't wrestle, you just never fucking see it. So it always well, shocks me. Like you're, like, you're like a robot. You're just kind of doing the same thing over and over and over, and you just have to a dead it. robot who you feel like death. We didn't really like, talk about this after the uh, the Gaethje Tony fight, but like Tony cutting weight twice in a couple of weeks. Uh, I know everyone's like, "Oh, he was a wrestler, used to do it." But when you're wrestling and you're in season, you stay closer to your weight than you do in MMA. So people are like, "No, he's fine. He does this all the time. He cut weight like 18 times in three days. Like, what are you talking about?" Like you're also re- not re- taking punches to the head while exactly. training and fucking wrestling. Wrestling cuts are just drastically different from MMA. Like wrestling, you start yeah. super high, like MMA guys do. So like for me, I'd start the season like 150, 155, get down to like 130, 132, and then I'd cut to 125 for everything. So you're only cutting like mm-hmm. five to seven pounds. Which the flip side of that is you just you start instead of starving yourself for three days to make weight, you starve yourself for four months. <laughs> That's fun. Because I That's literally fun. I'd stay I'd stay I stay from like one thirty two to one thirty five for four months when my natural weight is like one fifty five. Healthy. That is healthiness right there. So wrestlers can go up and down really easy because it's only five or six pounds and you're wrestling, yeah. so you, you lose it really quick. MMA cuts, that's that's cutting a large chunk of your body in a very short period of time. Yeah. It takes it more out of you. Like I never felt I never had like really a bad weight cut per se, because I'm always cutting five or six pounds. So like my bad weight cut is four months long. <laughs> like I just feel bad all the time. But like, yeah, you're not cut, trying to cut like right. 50, like 15 pounds or like 10 percent of your body weight. At yeah, one. you're cutting five percent of your body weight. Well, you weigh you you have weigh-ins twice a week when you wrestle, and for tournaments you have weigh-outs. You have to wait Friday. You have to weigh in Friday morning and Friday night, and then for big tournaments you have to weigh in Saturday morning. So like you can't go up and down. Like, yeah, like I, I, had, I had times where like I had to you know make sure I was on weight after my matches because <laughs> I ate a weigh-out. You only get two pounds allowance. So I'd have to be 125 in the morning, 127 at night. That's crazy. That terrible. Yeah, it's that not, that, is that, they still do it that way? Sadly, yeah. They, they put in all they these rules. they a better format. So, well, after, after I left, they put in all these rules. Uh, probably three or four years after I was done in high school, um, they had like, de- like hydration tests, body yeah. fat tests, things like that. And they basically tell you how low you can go. Right. Um, so I would not have wrestled <laughs> 125. Like, uh, Back then, my my body oh, fat was my body fat was sub three percent in high school, um, so there's just no way I could have I could have wrestled one twenty five. So I probably would have been a thirty five pounder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's different though. High school kids, when you're in high school, like the metabolism so fast, like you can just sometimes you're you're just bone. I put in I, right after the season, my senior, I put on like twenty five pounds in like three days. It's not that hard. Gorge probably. Oh yeah, we went to uh, Fogo de Chao. Oh, the Brazilian. 
Yeah. A lot of steak. Yeah. So All right. Steak. Well, good to know about your steak eating habits. My favorite fight of the night was next. I think, I, I think we have to, I think we have to say it. I think Drew Dober may be a friend of the MA analysis at this point. So good looking. Yeah. It's good, it's a a good looking. Man. Very good impressive. Looking man. Alexander Hernandez and Dober was, was better throughout the entire fight. He really was. Yeah. So I was getting, I was getting crushed at this point, and then I threw a last second Dober inside the distance plus two sixty. It really awesome. turned it really turned around my night because then I hit Rothwell <laughs> and then I hit Glover and I ended up I was down huge and I ended up making a couple bucks. <laughs> there you go. Yep. He's just he just has a great style, a great offensive style. He puts people, he basically throws them into the corner, and then he's just aggressive. And he's got like these, he throws with power. He's got this like stocky kind of style. I don't know. It's kind of like yeah. he's kind of shaped like Gastelum, except a little, like obviously a little more fit, but like Gastelum, like, but in shape. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of that way though. Like, dude, yeah. like he doesn't have an MMA body at all. Like, he, like this guy should not be good at, at, in, at MMA at this weight class. He really remember should. when Lance said he had little chicken legs. Yeah, he's got big. He legs. does not have. Yeah, who, was, who, who was I thinking of that has I the giant no body idea. that looks like little tiny legs? No, there's a guy. Awesome. I will think of it before the end of the pot. No, it's it's a guy that looks like Dober, a little Jack White guy. I'm obviously yeah. combining two fighters' bodies together in my it, in my dreams. Nick Hine, Nick Hine. I don't think I will figure it out by the end of the podcast. Yeah, he but was he great. Was, he was, Dober he was, was in good. control the whole the whole fight. Yep. He's very technical for a guy with that much power. Yeah. But he doesn't throw like like straight strikes. They're mostly like kind of. You know, they're, they're hooks mainly, but they're super effective. He throws with power. Um, and he's, he's, he's got a style that's like super good. It reminds me of Luke, but like he's, he does not, like he'll take a shot. It doesn't care, but, well, uh, yeah. he's aggressive. Like I, I, I'm not saying like they have the same technical style, but just like how they approach offensive striking. Like they're, they, they want to push a guy into a corner and just kind of rock and roll. It's weird because everyone was saying how like, Gaith G style is is rubbing off on Dober, but well, I, think, I think Gaith G fought more like Dober in being like aggressive, but kind of measured about it. Yeah, like for five, instead yeah. of his normal, just all out take three to give one style. So, but good. those two working together is obviously working. I didn't out really well. think of that, yeah. but yeah, I guess there is good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I would say I, you could get it from Gaith if he was. If he trains differently, but like Dober definitely needs to work on his takedown defense. Oh I think my god, half yeah. unconscious, <laughs> fucking Hernandez <laughs> taking him down. Yeah. I mean, that was that, that was bad. And it, the fights that Dober has lost, and I know he's been this winning streak. It's all the guys who wrestle. It's yeah. guys who will get you to the ground. So, yeah. and we he know might, his guillotine defense sucks too. So, and Dober might be top fifteen in lightweight. He's got to be. Just I mean, he just beat he is. Hernandez he fifteen. Yeah, Hernandez was fifteen, so he's fucking out. Yeah, I got no problem with that. It's been a cool rise for Dober, though. Stuck yeah. with it. And... He's a likable dude, too. Yeah. yeah, but for a guy who's basically just kind of like a throwaway guy you put on the prelims, he's like, yeah, like, this guy will, like, come in there and, like, throw some punches. He's, like, fun to see. Um, he's made a career for himself. It's, it's, yep. it's nice to see. Uh, co-main event, Big Ben Rothwell and Osp. We were just talking about this with with guys coming up from light heavyweight to heavyweight. It's It just doesn't work. Does it? Doesn't work. Not when, I mean, when you, you suck. Fat, when you gain fat <laughs> and you suck. Like, all it looked like was like OSP drank a bunch of water to get to heavyweight. Yeah. <laughs> like, you gotta put on 30 pounds. Fucking water. Like, he didn't lift the weight to get there. 
That dude just doesn't throw strikes. I don't know what the fuck. Like, he's just, I don't know. He's like Michael Johnson, too. Like, he's, it seems like he has the talent. He's got the athleticism, and it just does not click. Like, nothing oh, he clicks. He's one of the most athletic guys to come through the light heavyweight or heavyweight divisions. He's just not like a, real, last, he's like not a last fighter. Decade. But it just, he's just not, he's not a fighter, in my opinion. He's an athlete. I thought Rothwell's performance was actually, like, a pretty great yeah. heavyweight performance, too. He's a good amount of strikes. Like he was yep. keeping a decent. It was a really good game plan. That was control. bad judging. Bad. Oh, here goes Lance. Oh yeah, you, you can't bad. score that fight for OSG. For OSG. No. Okay, no, I, I will give you that. And won the first two rounds clearly. Like twenty nine twenty eight for OSP is bad. is bad. Like that is bad. Like that Saudi Amato right there, baby. That, that second round, OSP he got dominated for four minutes fifty five seconds. Lands one punch. Rothwell goes down for to a knee, gets right back up, and they scored the round for OSP because of that. Like, something's got to give for these one punches. Like, I'm sorry. Guy gets his ass whipped for four minutes and 55 seconds. The only way he's winning that round if the guy's unconscious. I thought Rothwell had a really good game plan. I thought he, he used a tie clutch really well. He, he got Ben Rothwell against the cage, kind of slowed him down. Like, Rothwell hit harder. I've struggled with, with Rothwell's power. Just Again, need to wrap up that sub at the end. Or I know. not at the end, but at the, uh, yeah, <laughs> when he had front, that clinch. Yeah, that front headlock or whatever the hell it was. That Roth, I think game, the key game to the game. fight was when Rothwell got that early kind of like attempt at the, I think it was the end of the first round or early second when he really slowed off down was when he went for that uh, front that front head choke. I think it was the end of the first round. It was like a two-minute attempt. Yeah, you guys want to see my uh, quarantine all, collection here? Got all over uh, Ops' head, if I remember correctly. <laughs> what is that? Is that beer or booze? That's that's beer. Some of each. I thought that sign said "beers" behind you, but it says "cheers." <laughs> I got excited. I think yeah. this is my last one. Sadly, it was it was a clusterfuck of a fight. I mean, we we knew it was going to be kind of weird, but yeah, you like Rothwell here? Twenty nine, twenty eight score is bad. Did anybody like Osp? So bad. No. We should have oh. had a double bet on Rothwell. I had Rothwell. I'm in a consensus. I had it myself. Yeah, me too. Plus <laughs> and we already talked about the main event. Congrats to Glover. That was. Can we talk about it again? Yeah. yeah. I, I think I think we've passed our recommended allotment of <laughs> yeah. talking about Glover. That's fair. So well, the final Jacksonville card, the third of the third. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Well, that no, the other third might be coming back. The next one's at the apex in Los Angeles. We, we don't know that for sure yet. That's true. Yeah. It really sucks that we're not getting fights in the 23rd. I feel robbed. Yep. Bullshit. They uh, got to get these fights done. They got to – I don't know what they're taking. They can't get another week. Yeah, they they lost like how many fight cards? Eight or nine? They, how many are they going to make up? Mm-hmm. That's a, a good point by uh, KO in the chat that Osp – Kind of hurt himself by never going to a real camp. Just hanging out in fucking in Tennessee. Tennessee. Rocket Yeah, Hell yeah. He, uh, he definitely should have gone to any of the decent camps and he probably could have done a, a bit better. I didn't know Nashville even had gyms. <laughs> Just him and his boys. Just him. He, he thought maybe he's in the garage. It's a shittier garage. That's all yeah. I know. Someone more, of a, more of a carport in a garage, I think. Someone asked earlier who uh, Dover should fight next, too. 
Grandpa Trinaldo. Who did he? Didn't he call somebody out? He called Opetus, I think. Oof. No, that Someone was uh, that was Moises. Oh, that was no, no one knows who that Moises. is. Yeah. Who, who could Dober fight? Um, I'm telling you, Grandpa. I like that. Does Ally Akita still fight? Is he still? That would be. That would be. Nah, a good he's fight. doing the the realty realtor thing. He's like, making real money. <laughs> he probably finally got a job. <laughs> I don't know. Tyson off maybe or uh, CDF. That guy doesn't fight, fight anymore. Jay, come on. What about Felder? That's too much. That's too high. CDF would be sweet. I wouldn't hate that, honestly. Cowboy needs to, but that's, I don't know if he's going to ever go down to 55. He'd rather just get beat at 70. Oh, Eric Sparks said he called out Felder. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think Felder. CDF is tough, man. Like BMR, the BMR guy is tough. CDF whoop his ass. He would sub him him up. That wouldn't be a competitive. I'm really high on, like, I think. I'd take him over all. I mean, yet. you could just go against Gregor if he's ever fighting. He's fight. That's the guy ahead hey, of him. Talk about a guy limiting his career. He's fishing, t- man. He's, he's making money. He, he's taking his prime of his career and just fights once a year. Yeah, but he makes he's, mo- he's, more money outside the cage. Than he I don't think he's probably. a fighter, man. He fight, he's 33. He's, right? he's not a fighter. Yeah, he's getting yeah. old. He got into the game too late. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he started fighting in 2014. Yeah, but he, he was still like 28 at that point, which like 27, is, 28. But yeah, like, but you look at since he got in the UFC, he just hasn't fought very much. Oh, yeah. he's, and he's there's a lot of guys that don't want to fight him as well. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of, an, that's why I was surprised by the. And then he got slept, and now he's been out for another eight months. Yeah, there's a, a lot of fights with Dober that I would watch. So, yeah, anybody ranked. Anybody ranked that isn't going to wrestle him? Dubronx. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> that would, that'd be mean. Dubronx against Moises. There you go. Oh, uh, who does Dubronx fight next? Have we talked about that? When's he going to fight? Our boy Blake Savage uh, had a question for the podcaster and said, has anyone, ever, has anyone ever called out Dubronx? Ever? No. In his career? Never. People don't. I don't know if people call out Brazilians very often. I feel like they do if they're not Dubronx. Yeah, fair. I mean, Dubronx is in a shitty situation because the guys ahead of them, Felder, Hooker, um, and then it's McGregor, Poirier, Ferguson. I'm really hoping someone in that Poirier Hooker. I'm hoping Poirier pulls out. Him versus. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind Dubronx just taking a chunk out of Hooker. Yeah, it'd be a fun fight. It for a quick. Mm. Dubronx sub one. All right. Hook moving on. Dubronx. Dubronx. Well, we're starting out with a heavyweight fight on the third Jacksonville card. I guess that's a good thing again. Rodrigo, Nas- Rodrigo Nascimento taking on Dante Mays. Oh, boy. Who should we start with today? Lance. 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 No, Lance. No, Lance. Fuck you! You you gotta bet on. You're probably gonna bet this card, so you gotta fucking break this down because I don't want anything to do with this fight. I don't know what the fuck you're betting on. Right, Um, Jay? How do you pronounce this guy's name again? It's Nastamento. Nastamento. Okay. Rodrigo Uh, Nastamento. I broke this one down very very simply because 
obviously I've never heard of this Nascimento fella. Um, with that said, I'll be placing a bet on him. Angel <laughs> Mays is really bad. I mean, he's really bad. He has no wrestling. He has no grappling. I saw this highlight the other day of he threw like this, like it was at the contenders series and he threw like kind of threw a body kick that kind of like fell over into a takedown. Like he's, he has absolutely no wrestling. Not so much. has tons of, uh, tons of submissions. He's a Brazilian dude. Uh, it honestly like a pick him versus Dontail Mays with the, against a grappler. Um, I'm, I'm happy to, to take that wager. So I will be on Nascimento on this one. These are shitty, these are, these are (laughs) shitty heavyweights and they are. I agree. I agree with Lance. I think this fight's going to go, but I wouldn't, I'm not touching it unless I could get like plus 120 on Nascimento just because it, it's shitty heavyweights and stupid shit happens in these kind of fights. So you got to make it really worth my while to put money on them. But I'll take Nascimento. Yeah, this Dontale Maze guy had to go through like four contender series fights before he actually got into the UFC because they were all so terrible. That's how you know you're uh, good. And then he got subbed by by Cyril Gane. Yeah, the striker. So, he got heel hooked. Yeah. So, <laughs> we forgot about that one. <laughs> Nash- <laughs> um, Nashimanto is... Uh, I think he's going to win, but I don't trust these dudes. All right, let's, come on. Let's do it. I'm not saying this is the Munich bet of the week. No. <laughs> what's what's so, his subline? <laughs> oh, it's got to be like the same exact price. It Plus is. 177 is the That's only one cheap. out there right now. That's a little too cheap. Yeah. That's, That's way too cheap. cheap. Ooh, inside is plus 168. May's sub is 30 to 1. <laughs> <laughs> As it should be. So Nascimento's uh, sub is 177, and inside is 168. <laughs> yeah. Thank hey, God. That, that inside doesn't seem terrible. What's hit by knockout? Ooh. Oh, it's Nascimento. Like it, I don't, it's I don't big, think. just given those numbers. 12 to 1. Well, I look at you, uh, when you. When you have a knockout line like that, I look at a fish on the ground. Tell yeah. me it's not, there's not a chance Nascimento can Get ground it down. And and... Plus 1,200? Glover trying to sub a guy for like 20 minutes and he's like, Oh, he finally, I guess I'll punch him in the face a few times. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking for some huge darts of throwing a couple that, that might get in there for, That's not for bad. 25 bucks or something. 12 to one. I mean, shit. Yep. It happens. What do you got, Jay? Uh, I got both of these guys at D. I think this is a very, uh, Shitty fight. I just don't, yeah, it's not great. I don't, I, I don't rate Maze at all. I, I really don't remember much about Nascimento. So it's kind of like, like last card where I faded Sherman because I thought he was really terrible, but at least Nascimento is like an actual heavyweight fighter. So I'll take my chances against a guy who's really just like, I'm an athletic guy that strikes a little bit. I, I mean, when it Jay, comes you down can't to- just call a guy athletic because he's black. That's racist. But he is though. Jay. He is though. Anyway, I'll take Nascimento by submission. I think there's a huge grappling advantage for Nascimento in this fight. All right. Is, is Elkins next? I think he is. Uh, Darren Elkins against Nate Landwehr. Way too many many consonants in his last name. I thought he was the main event. Uh, in his own mod. Uh, you want to talk about Elkins? Oh, man, that was. That was rough to watch him getting dropped a bunch by a jujitsu guy that only kicks and and does like some weird karate shit from the side. Um, 
That oh, being yeah. said, Nate Landwehr got knocked out by Herbert Burns, who I do not think much of at all. I mean, not his brother. A, he's a he's nowhere near his brother, so that's a that's a pretty bad sign. Um, I think uh, against this level of competition, Darren Elkins should still win and be able to to use his cardio and wrestling and, and scrambling to to wear guys out. So he's the pick. I haven't bet him yet, but uh, I'll be looking to uh, try to time some line movement. Lance, tell us why you're betting Darren Elkins in this fight. Because he's the fucking damage. <laughs> See that, that fucking tattoo? Yeah, Don't I just that. Yeah, right in line where there's says Nashville here, there's actually a damage tattoo uh, <laughs> that follows it. Um, I, I think this, like, he, he's, it's Darren Elkins. Like, like we know what he's going to do. He's, he's going to grapple. He's going to tie him up. He's going to take him down. He's going to beat him up. And Landaware, I mean, Herbert Burns sucks. And that was actually at that fight. Um, he's really, really bad. And it Terrible. wasn't, it wasn't just the knockout. Like he got taken down. Like he was, it wasn't like a flash knockout. Like he was getting his ass whoops like before that. And it was a completely one sided beatdown. And then, Landaware got up and started throwing some things, and it looked like he was turning the corner, and then just got violently slept by a single punch. Uh, and he's just not that good. And you know, Darren Elkins has had some some bad performances lately. Um, you know, the Ryan Hall one sticks out. That guy just makes people fight weird. But I mean, he lost he lost to uh, you know Ricardo Lamas. He lost to Volkanovski as two fights before that. So he wasn't losing to scrubs. And and maybe if you just toss away that Ryan Hall fight to a a weird matchup and that guy just brings the weird out of people. I really like, I really like Darren Elkins here. And this is the the Munich bear Jew pick of the night. Darren, the damage Elkins. <laughs> I didn't know this was a thing, but okay. Yeah, it's 0 and 1. It's 0 and 1. Great. Thank you. <laughs> don't screw what I'm going to announce. What the fuck was it last week? It was uh fucking the idiot. Borg. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, that's true. Um, yeah, I, I think Elkins wins this as well. Landwares, you know, these guys that come up and go over to these shitty Russian organizations. I know there's a couple of decent Russian organizations, but M1 isn't one of them anymore. And that's where this guy came up. So he fought a bunch of dudes with padded records, padded his own record, and then got to not even good competition in the UFC and just got smoked. So... Yeah, I'm, I'm not too optimistic for the train's uh, chances here because you know what does more damage than anything? Wait, that doesn't work. Fuck. <laughs> never mind. I was thinking Matt Hughes for the train and stuff, but oh, never mind. Fuck. <laughs> oh. um, he's going to win. Elkins. Land where um, trains in Clarksville, Tennessee – which is 45 to an hour outside of the city of Nashville. So he's literally training in like a farm somewhere. Is that like hot sauce? Hot, hot sauce territory? Sauce. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I, when I, I saw him on – when I was going to the Raleigh fights that Landaware was fighting on, he was on the plane. Nice. There you go. Hmm. Where does All hot right, sauce I, fight? He, tra- he trains some. He, he fights somewhere else now. He was so like actually in Nashville, though I think he was. Okay. He was, yeah, he was. I think he was out of Knoxville originally, but yeah. he's moved around. Whatever, same shit. Uh, Elkins C minus, Landwehr D minus. Uh, prove me wrong. Uh, one thing Elkins can do is take damage. Landwehr can throw some. You know, he, he's a striker. He's not a grappler. So I'll take Elkins over another striker almost any of the week. 
prove to me you can keep up with this guy for for three rounds. You also dish out damage. That's what damage does. Damage does. Damage does. I'll 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 take Elkins and we'll take Elkins for the MMA analysis consensus bet of the week. Looking for three in a row, three and three and zero oh, since the return from the virus. We are still in garage weight times. We think we can continue a garage weight winning streak. What Just is like Glover, we're built for this. We're built right. for betting during these times. Yep. Yeah. What's the minus, odds? Of? Minus one twenty five. Minus one twenty five on Darren Damage Elkins to continue the pandemic winning streak. This must have leaked out a little bit before the show because uh I've seen a little bit of movement towards Elkins over the mm. past couple hours. Surprise. Surprise. I think we got a mole. We got a mole. I haven't bet him yet. What is it? My it's up to twenty five now. Twenty five, thirty, thirty five yep. at some places. Jeez. Anyway. New Sean, I'll start with you on the next fight. I'll see if you have a bet. Women's fight, Courtney Casey uh, against Mara Romero Barella, the Italiana. Goes to decision is minus 380. Right. Even that is too expensive for me. But you know what's going to happen if the <laughs> the price on that is is what it is. So this is this is definitely a time to, to go get a beer, go get a drink, take the dogs for a walk a bit. Uh, don't watch this fight. It's going to be terrible. I know Lance has nothing to say here, and Brad, I don't think he'll have anything to say here either. Hard pass. Hard. Courtney Casey have like a bunch of weird fights that actually got finished. Yes. In the UFC at one point. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's not going to happen here. This is <laughs> yeah, I have uh, Casey a C and Brella D plus. I think Casey's a significantly better fighter, way better striker. Brella is uh, can grapple a little bit, but. Um, I think she's outgunned here by a, just a vastly superior striker. I'll take Casey to get the W. Let's move on to, I believe the next fight got canceled, right? Davidson Chikadze. Is that correct, Nushan? What happened yep. there? No, Why is it canceled? He's fat. Because Davidson's uh, fat. Guy. No, because they can't disclose the actual reason. Oh, He's having troubles cutting weight. He got that Rona. My Corona. Oh boy. All right. I guess we'll, I guess we'll continue moving up. Uh, prelim. No, this is not the main event, but it's, this one should be, enter- I guess will be entertaining. Kevin Holland at middleweight taking on something called Anthony Hernandez. Tony? <sighs> New Sean, do you know anything about Tony Hernandez? He was the LFA, um, title Puppy. holder. That doesn't sound as good as it did three years ago. No, it doesn't. And fuck, he he almost pissed away that fight against uh, Park last time. Norman yeah. Park? Ah, no. Norman Park. Oh, Park G. June or whatever his name is. Yeah. 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 That was some very mooky shit. And the guy he's fighting, Kevin Holland, is mooky as hell, too. Uh, he, he has really tried his hardest in a, a couple of his fights just to piss him away and somehow the guys he was fighting didn't want to snatch it away because yeah this is just mook fest all all about that uh i am passing i don't want any part of it hopefully it's fun but uh i know kevin holland can be taken down and and this guy hernandez spams a uh, quite a bit of takedown so it it might be over quick it might get down quick and, and be done with because there's always a mook on the ground B, our listener BMR is suggesting that they're looking for a replacement for uh, yeah I don't know who the fuck they're going to get that for Chikadze I, I'd be very surprised they're going to do replacement fights at this um, 
Uh, it seems like it's – when are they going to do the testing? The weigh-ins are tomorrow. Good luck. Yeah, the weigh-ins are tomorrow. Don't you have to do the testing to, to and, and say you don't have the virus before you can fight for the What happened to USADA? Darren Elkins is going to fight again. Yeah. Why not? After he I'll bet him, I'll bet him, I will bet him twice. <laughs> That's not a problem. Bring in Drew Dober. Let him fight at lightweight again. Sure. He'll fight again. He has no problem with it. Um, okay. Lance, any thoughts on this Kevin Holland fight? I love Kevin Holland here. I'm going to go with, wow. with the mookiest of mooks. This is, this is just an athlete situation here. We got a, uh, a fat so, Mexican so dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, Holland does some stupid shit, but he ends up winning most of the time. And he's a very talented fighter. He's slick on the ground. He has some, <laughs> he has some, some decent striking. He has some decent submissions. He does mookie shit that gets him in trouble. But Hernandez is really bad. He's just really bad fighter. He's not near the athlete. He's overweight. He smokes cigarettes. I made that part up. Um, he's not a very good fighter. So Kevin Holland versus this fat, lazy fella. I'm taking it. I'm on Holland. I'm doing this it. Is, this is a very un-Lance type bet. Holland is, is an atrocious wrestler. He got taken down by... Three times by Tiago Santos, six times by Meerkat. Meerkat. Rico took him down twice. Yeah, yeah, Lance. You here's what's gonna happen. You're gonna bet that guy, and then when when Hernandez gets easy takedowns, you're gonna be losing your mind because you bet on a non wrestler. I bet on non wrestlers all the time, and Anthony Hernandez isn't a wrestler. He's this fat, unathletic fella. He just he just he sometimes takedowns from time to time. <laughs> He's just not good. He's not good. I think Holland scrambles. I think he reversed him a few times. I think old Fluffy tires out, and I think I think Holland puts it on him. Wouldn't be surprised if Holland got a submission here either. <laughs> okay, Bradley. Bradley. Uh, I don't really know too much about Tony Fernandez outside of his baseball career. You know, big Blue Jays guy back in the day. Um, but in terms of MMA, I, I know that he beat Brendan Allen. Who that's just beat Kevin Holland? So that's that kind of says something. And you know, there's no better way to break down fights than MMA math. So that's true. You know, that's, that's true. It, it's undefeated. That's undefeated. how all the touts do it. That's the best way to do it. Uh, I'm not betting this one at all. Smart. That's a good one. Uh, I got uh, Holland D plus Hernandez D. Um, I, I mean, I agree with Lance that he's a, Holland's a much better athlete, um, way better striker. Uh, I definitely concerned about the ground game uh, because Holland no is terrible on the ground. He's terrible. slick beyond. He is not slick. He's slick. Slick Rick. He's got some. He's got some good. He's, he gets all. He gets up in it. Like he greases, uh, yeah. he's slick. I think you're thinking you're about? Else. So I'll take Holland um, as a pick, but uh, just because I have to, I don't want any part of this fight at he's all. He's gonna beat his prelim main event. Derek and uh, BMR in the chat are saying that uh, Sean Santella, who Jay, he's from your neck of the woods, yeah, Jersey uh, guy, former yeah. Cage Fury FC champ, I think. FC, yeah. Um. He might be the possible replacement for Chikadze, or it might be. Somebody, uh, I don't know how they can even do this. I got to be honest with you. I, I, I thought well, you'd have to take the Oh yeah, well. Well, yeah. it was, no. This was just some some nerd journalists 
it was nerd <laughs> fellas. It was guys that it was these virgin unpaid MMA journalists that they they put that on their fucking like like when they, like LinkedIn I bet and stuff like that. It's like, what do you do? I'm an MMA journalist. If you get paid like eight thousand dollars a year, does that make you a professional MMA journalist? Uh, I don't know. Those guys said it. This guy is a hundred and twenty five pound fighter, and he's yeah. gonna and he's, <laughs> on awesome. two days notice he's gonna jump in the U.S. Give me a fucking break. I understand having a replacement possibility for the main event of a card just to keep a solid fight intact, but just because of the situation they're in and having to do all these tests, they can't have like replacement possibilities in all these different weight classes. It doesn't make sense. You do not fucking tell Dana White what to do. <laughs> you fucking. Yeah, I don't see it. I, I really don't see them replacing any fights besides the main event at this point. But they. If you get to the day before a fight and something happens, oh well, you're sure to fight. I'm Do you even want to break down fights, Jay? Come on. Do you want to be a fucking fight. fight breakdowner? Well, I'll, one fight I want to break down because he's certainly someone we like on this podcast. Matt Brown taking on Miguel by, by, uh, I This is already fun. This should be fun. Matt Brown, body snatcher. Is New he Sean. mortal yet, or is he still immortal? He's mortal. Very immortal. He's the body snatcher. I made it up. He, he likes body. He likes in the body, bro. Body. Yeah, that dude. That dude's he also awesome. likes getting hit the body too. He's like Fluffy Hernandez down there. I'm gonna be back with a beer, and I'm gonna let you guys talk about Matt Brown. All right, I uh, I think Matt Brown's gonna be in trouble in this fight. He, he's gonna get smashed. <laughs> Fucking Jay. Uh, he's gonna get smashed. Um, he is so old and he's taken so much damage. This young guy is going to come in and smash him. He's going to, he might take him down and smash him. He might smash him on the feet, but you, you got to go with the young guy here. Uh, Matt Brown is, all it takes is one body shot and this dude crumples. So I don't know if you want your money on that. What do you got? This, Lance? Is, this is true. Um, you know, old Lance just hits this Matt Brown line hard, hard. <laughs> Like, you know, I, I probably, I probably bet Matt Brown and then add like a sub bet or inside the distance or something. But I'm trying to turn over a new leaf and I'm trying to go away from my love with people aged 38 to 45. I'm trying to just eliminate that from my life and be a better person. And I, Matt Brown could win this fight though. And the line set right with the spot that you'd want to kind of take it. Plus 175 getting up there. But I think the more likely outcome is Matt Brown probably gets his shit pushed in. Probably gets beat up pretty good here and probably gets finished. Um, there's really not much value in the, the under prop. It's one and a half, which I don't like those ever. Um, so yeah, it's probably going to be a patch here unless I'm just fucking tilting hard and want to throw, throw a small bet on Matt Brown come fight night by some real, real early to be <laughs> tilting that hard. Yeah. 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 I don't really tilt. Sometimes I just. I need action during these. So I'm like, oh, I'll just throw a half unit here, half unit there. Right. Your, uh, thoughts here? I mean, we heard Stipe wasn't fighting because, you know, the gym's not open and all that sort of hmm. stuff. Isn't Matt Brown out of, like, the same gym, strong style? No. Is he? I thought he just trains in the same state. I don't think – I thought he has his own gym set up. Stipe okay. is a firefighter. Did you know that? Matt Brown is one of those volunteer firefighters from different areas. Matt Brown's from Columbus. Everyone always talked about how Cejudo talked about um, his gold medal a lot. I want to say I've heard Stipe was a firefighter more times than I heard Henry Cejudo was a 
was a gold medalist. Mm, so in, in the rankings, is it like Stipe Firefighter, Tim Kennedy, Green Beret, or like where does that? No, I, th- I think I think Stipe Firefighter is the top of the list. I, I think that's last. recency bias, Jay. I think yeah, that's I think, just recency bias. Yeah, I think he's last on the list uh, of <laughs> the three of the three rankings. Obviously, Tim Kennedy waterboarded himself. Have you seen that show Hunting Hitler? Fabulous. You should watch it. Tim Kennedy's one of the main characters. It's fucking great. It's on History Channel. They investigate if Hitler really didn't die. Tim Someone Kennedy fucking yokes. Just it's great. He's getting to the bottom of it. You yep. should watch it. I mean Hitler's clearly alive. We gotta come up with, we gotta come up with a list. Like a full list of like fighters talked about stuff they do outside the cage. Yeah, it's definitely Steve Bay the most, but Kim Kennedy, the god. That's fair. Uh, either way, Caramel Thunder in this fight is is really going to take it to Matt Brown. Uh, you know, this is just Lance. I, I think when you see this guy, just looking at his neck, you can tell he's a big, strong guy, right? He's a uh, so. very average sized. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he, he's going to get in there and I think he's, he's kind of like Alex Garcia, that, that sort of kind of mm-hmm. explosiveness, but, um, but yeah, I don't think this is going to go well for Matt Brown. I think he's, uh, he should probably be <laughs> not too him, far away from hanging it up. You've never heard of him, have you? I already know gym teachers up in that list. <laughs> Who's that? Yeah. Caramel Thunder? Yeah. It's no clip. It's a great nickname. Not, really I good nickname. I can't believe it. He's actually not bad. He's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, he's going to fuck up Matt Brown. Caramel. Thunder. I got Matt Brown at C- minus, but he is a D plus. Uh, prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Let me see more. You're putting money on a 38-year-old man that has a liver problem. You just got to touch it. Maybe my grade of Matt Brown should be lower. He hasn't fought in a while. It's hard to But D plus is kind of... It's kind of harsh on Baeza. He's who is he yeah. Lance, have you watched him fight? He's Aldana. He's a handsome chap too, Jay. So what, is, what is Aldana like a Z? Yes, <laughs> that's correct. D well, that's fair. Then. That's Aldana's fair, then. an F. D plus. I know. He's a hard anyway, let's, let's, let's move on to the main card. You um, break it down. Who wins? I did, I did enough. I did enough. I'd rather talk about the next fight because this one. Said great. So prove him wrong. He, he wants Matt Brown. All yeah, money. Max bet. Song Yadong, China Goat. Oh, China God, goat. Is so bad. China Goat taking on Marlon Chito Vera. Fight of the night, in my opinion. Fight of the night. Uh, Nushan, you think this is going to be a fight of the night? I think so, as long as. Yeah, Yadong there we go. As long as Yadong doesn't finish him early. Um, he, he does have pretty big power, but. Lance is uh, going to hard liquor, apparently. She's on This is the very end of my nice scotch, and Uh-oh. I have to watch this blue moon. I mean, the second we start talking about China, Lance goes to the hard stuff. You understand what's going on here, right? He is not happy with how life is currently. He's bl- you know where, who's blaming. I'm not happy with China right now. Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> But yeah, Cheeto Vera, he's, he's decent. He's pretty durable. I mean, he's on a five fight win streak, but the guys he's beat are pretty, pretty terrible. Um, 
So I I, I think sure. Song Yidong looked decent against Cody Stamen. I know that was a tough fight. Stamen's got really good wrestling. I don't think Bear's got his anywhere near that kind of wrestling. So Yidong should stay on uh, on his feet quite a bit, and uh, I think he has a, a pretty decent edge in in stand up. So you think I, so? Uh, oh yeah. He's, he's, I think he's, he throws the heavier strikes and the cleaner strikes. Now, I mean, that doesn't always matter because like MMA and there's four ounce gloves. Um, but yeah, uh, when the price dipped to minus one, I took it on for one unit. All right. Uh, Lance, uh, what are your thoughts on China Go? You think he wins as well? No. Yeah, you're talking about Jing Liang. No. He, he was passed. You, no. In all those episodes you missed the show, we had, we came up with the new power rankings. The Song Yudong was out of China. The other trying to go. Well, we didn't include any Jews, and we're the smartest. He just yeah. became Jingalang. No, he's he's Lil Jangalang, first of all. Yes, it yeah. is. And that's, China go still. No, he's not. Not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand. Well, there's also a woman who turned Joanna into an alien, so that happened too. So, oh, and there's a women, there's a there's a Chinese fighter who's a lady. She's a champion. <laughs> UFC has I... women's weight classes. <laughs> they let them do that in the People's Republic of China. One time, Dana White told me that he would never no, have, have been adopted. In the UFC. I, she was adopted, and things happened in the orphanage. I can't wait till that experiment ends. Anyway, um, the two, the two worst fights are the quarantine fights, the two ladies fights. Undeniable. Even if you're into the women's MMA stuff. I mean, yep. well, we hopefully have a decent one later in the card. Enough of the suffering. We have enough suffering during this pandemic. What's the deal with this fight? We should cancel women's MMA until the pandemic's over. <laughs> one human can only take so much pain and suffering. I think we, I'm going to do something about this. Anyway, um, this fight. Uh, I like Vera here. I think he's just weird enough and creates a lot of a weird shit going on in this fight. I think he can get this fight to the ground. I think he can do some work on top. He's got good subs. He's got good scrambles. He's he's pretty vicious on top. Uh, can pull submissions kind of out of anywhere. And I think I think Song Yidong is the better. I think he's the better striker. Uh, I think he's clearly the better striker. Honestly, um, I, I don't think it's that close. But I, I feel like this fight gets to the ground. Um, and I think Vera has his way over from the ground. I think he, there's a good chance of even a submission here. And I think Vera is just going to be uh, a little too much too soon uh, for him. I think he's 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 been in a pretty good run lately. He's very dangerous in the ground. And I think this fight hits the ground and Vera takes over. So I will be taking Vera. Bradford? Yeah, I'm kind of on the same track as Lance here. I, yeah. This, this could have been the uh, the Munich, <laughs> Munich yeah. pick of this. Because <laughs> uh, Mickey Avalon, um, like, <laughs> do, do, do you get the reference, Jay? I love talking about Avalon. Um, but yeah, when I first saw this guy's name, I was like, Song Yidong. Oh, oh, is that that Mickey Avalon song, My Dick? Um, so I, I don't think he's that good. You know, he's he's definitely not China Goat, first of all. And he is a pretty decent striker, but we've seen that Vera can take him shit on the feet, and he's definitely more open to using his ground game now than he was even like two, three years ago. So I think Vera's got the grappling advantage, like Lance said, and I think he's going to try and look to use it here because he's pretty smart about the way he goes about fights. So I, I can see him going, getting some takedowns, and 
pretty dangerous sub game. Um, you know, lately it's been against shitty competition, but he's got some pretty decent subs against guys throughout his career. Like he had that arm bar against Kelleher, so he can uh, he can get some stuff even if he's on his back. Uh, I got both these guys a C plus. I think this is um, arguably the best fight on the card, if not the best fight on the card. Um, I think it's super competitive. Line should really be close to a pick'em. Uh, the differences are, I think Yidong's a more consistent fighter, uh, better, like more technical, cleaner striker, uh, more refined. Uh, but Vera has the unorthodoxness and kind of has like these, like a lot more body kicks, like, uh, odd angles and submission games. So it's kind of like, it's kind of a really, really interesting matchup because they're, they're, they're very different types of fighters. And I think that makes it super close. I, the only reason I'm picking a dong is because of the consistency. Uh, but I like both these guys. I think they're both top 15 in this weight class and, uh, they're very talented. So I'm really excited to watch it. Um, and again, like I said, I think it's the best fight on the card. Is this so, even allowed in the country? Oh, because of Trump? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, they haven't reneged on the trade deal yet. So we're still doing it. All right. I think we should take them out. As long as we don't get censored for saying that, we're good. Hey, if we, were, if we were in China, if we were in China, nobody would see this. So. Well, fuck, this is America, Jay. I mean, <laughs> if there's, thank goodness, if there's an outbreak after this card. I'm just saying, not saying, just saying. Uh, Goddamn stay, Wuhan stay, virus! Stay away from the bats. Stay away from the bats. All right. Bats? Oh, what? Who needs bats? Who, who, who eats bats? Why would someone eat a bat? Why would anyone want to eat one? Yeah, terrible, terrible animal. Anyway, um, this fight, oh, this could be all sorts of, I don't know what the right word is here. It's fucking Mookie. Mookie? That's probably the right word. (laughs) Eric Anders. Your boy. All-American Mook, uh, taking on Christoph Jotko. Oof. Okay. Uh, new Sean. Is this going to be as Mookie as we think it is? Oh yeah, full Mook. Uh, I think That's why it's going to go to the scorecards. Yes, sir. It's going 15 minutes. This is uh, Mookie as fuck. Um, both these guys very inconsistent. Uh, we we had kind of big hopes for Anders, and it just has not really turned out that way. Um, he just hasn't really evolved. He can take an ass whooping, as we saw in the Khalil Rantree fight, so I'm not too worried about him getting finished. Uh, Jotko can be caught. I mean, him getting <laughs> dropped by... Uriah Hall and Brad Tavares in back-to-back fights is not great, but that was a while ago. Um, I think this is going to get boring as fuck. It's going to get sloppy, and it's for sure going 15 minutes. So I took Go's decision at minus 140 minutes. My Lance. turn? Yeah. What happened? Jay's, up to you, Jay, Lance. Jay's just a lazy host. <laughs> what happened? He's just a lazy host. <laughs> He's doing his own thing, Lance. you got to pick up the slack. Anyway, you can do Lance. Hey, um, uh, this was this was my last cut as of now, which means absolutely nothing. It means nothing because you're betting this fight. I I will. Yes, I mean, come on. Um, I I like Anders here. Um, Not enough at this point. Not enough at this point to bet it, but I just don't think Jocko is is worth a shit, and I don't think he's very good. I'm going to go athlete here. Oh, we've been saying this for too long. Oh, no. You know, go athlete here. I think, you know, Anders has done some some dumb stuff, but 
He's had some he's had some okay wins and he's had some okay moments and I'm just not a I'm not a big fan of Jocko. Um, he's looked progressively he's just worse. Say it, Lance. He's fucking foreign, all right? Yeah, he's he's not from this great land. <laughs> so yeah, I I lean Anders here, but at the same time, the reason I haven't bet it yet because like I said earlier, Anders. I'm trying to change it. Anders is not a very good fighter. He's very no. terrible, and I've lost a lot of money betting on him. So I might. I might change there. So um, it's either going to be an Anders late bet because I'm bored or or no bet at all here. Okay. Brad. As much as I don't want to uh, agree with Lance, and I don't, I was Every looking. Fight. No, 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 I don't. I in this them. case, I was looking at Jodko's record, and I think he's 0-2 when he's uh, faced people of the athletic predisposition. Who are those two? Um, Uriah Hall and that's uh, different. The, the original champ champ, David Branch. Mm. I'm not sure you can call him athletic, David yeah, Branch. he just looks the part. He's, he's jacked. <laughs> he's a jacked guy. He's a champ champ. He was a man. Champ champ. He's got fucking muscles and you can jump six inches, six inches off the ground. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying it, it could get in his head. You don't know. I, I can't say. But uh, your boy, do you think Jocko is going to call him his uh, Klopiek? <laughs> I got nothing on this fight. It's going to be weird and clinchy and ugly, and I don't want to watch it. Yeah, I got An- I got Anders a D plus. Jocko a C. Uh, I like Jocko's size. Anders is Anders. I was I was very high on Anders when he came into the UFC coming from LFA. I was really I really thought he could be something maybe a top seven eight guy at middleweight. It just he never, never fought. He, he never fought in LFA. RFA. <laughs> like an asshole. No, he fought in LFA. Yeah, I, I thought it was LFA. Lance right. being a fucking asshole. <laughs> I tried to because he wasn't paying attention earlier. I have two monitors. I'm I'm trying to do double work here. He's the LFA champ. I thought it was RFA when he was at it. Oh, he was right towards the beginning of it. Oh. Yeah, right. So either way, uh, the problem with Anders is that his conditioning somehow is not good for a, a former collegiate football player at the University of Who played a sport where you play six seconds at a time? And then get a break. <laughs> How many of those like burner runs are they doing? Come on, man. Have some respect. Come on. You really disrespecting Alabama football here. I'm sure there's some very disappointed Southerners out there. I don't even know what that is. And he doesn't like Do they even have a lacrosse team in Alabama. Is, no, I, I don't think so. They don't even know what that sport is there. Uh, they he he's he's got decent power for sure, but he doesn't land very much. His kicks, he spams kicks. And mentally, he just hasn't been very good in fights. He's really been a, like a like a very big disappointment. I mean, Jotko is not great, but he's way bigger than Anders here. I think he's got a significant length advantage, and he fights smarter. I, like, Anders doesn't finish anybody in a while either. I I like Jotko here. I I do. I think he wins this fight. Well, they finished a scrub last time, but that doesn't that count. doesn't count. That was a real fight. Yeah, fair. Uh, but yeah, Jocko again, longer, leaner, uh, smarter. I think he wins. End of story. Next fight should be interesting. Not sure I understand the line, but I'll, I'll let you guys hear me out. Edson Barbosa dropping down to featherweight. going to be jacked out of his mind, possibly taking on Dan Edge. Hmm. 
Explain to me how this line works, Nushan. I think just people don't know what Barboza is going to look like at 145. Um, if if like if you could guarantee me he'd be damn near the same as he is at lightweight, I'd probably put a small wager on him. Uh, the obvious worry on him is how much damage he's taken in the last I don't know five years. He's he's been getting smashed up pretty good. Uh, in this fight, he's got a a four inch reach advantage, four inch height advantage. Uh, I think he's got decent enough takedown defense that he can stop most of what Ige throws at him, and it's going to be a stand up fight. Ige has got some power though, um, so that is a bit scary. I'll take Barboza, but yeah, who the fuck knows what he's going to look like because he was absolutely shredded, I thought, at 155. So I don't know if he's just losing a bunch of muscle or what's going to happen, but he might look like Skeletor on the fucking scales. Explain that one to us, uh, oh, weight-cutting expert. How do you go from being really muscular and little body fat at one weight and dropping down 10 pounds to another? Is that the reason why the line is so close? I mean, that's every wrestler ever. You get super skinny and then so you cut your pounds. <laughs> um, I, I don't get this move in, in terms of MMA, right? Like, Barbosa was not undersized whatsoever. Like, he is a he is a big 155-pounder, I thought. Like, I never thought he lost any of these fights. Yeah, and I think sometimes guys get losing streaks and they go, where do I go from here? Like, he's towards – he's getting towards the later part of his career. He's lost to all the, all the top guys. And he's thinking, this is my only chance to possibly fight for the title. I'm too, I'm too small to go up. So I'm going to try going down. And I, I think you almost have to take a stab though. <laughs> like it's, he's facing Dan Ige. He's very he's average. Bad. He's, he's average. Bad. He's not bad, but he's undersized here. He's, he's five he's, seven with a, uh, I don't know, he's, a 71 inch reach. Let me see what Barbosa like, He's not a big 75. guy. He's not a great striker. He's not I a great fighter. Like, this is going to be a striking fight, and Barbosa is going to face someone that has about an eighth the talent he does in the feet. And he's going to be the much bigger fighter. So if Barbosa maintains most, maybe 80% of his power, um, his speed, and, and what he does, who knows? And I think the thing with Barbosa, maybe this turns out to be the right move. Barbosa comes, if he makes weight and then lights Ige up, he, he's, he's a top, you know, five to seven heavyweight instantly. Just can like Ige knock out Barbosa though? I maybe, don't maybe, know. Maybe Ige has some power, but who knows how that weight tra- how how that translates against Barbosa is really a lightweight. And how I many guys has he uh, knocked out in his career, Jay? I don't want to look right now. Like one? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say zero. Well, he's he's heard a but no, he's got he's got two knockouts actually or three. <laughs> He's hurt a few fighters. Yeah, that, he hurt Kevin Aguilar, who we thought was which is who's really durable. He's knocked out oh, the guy that got knocked out by Leonard Garcia in Legacy. <laughs> but he's also hurt other guys. Then ended up getting decisions or subs based on hurting them. So yeah, he's got um, no power. I, we, talked this last, we talked about this last fight when he fought uh, Bektich, and everyone yelled at me because Bektich and I ended up losing. But I thought it was a okay bet. But. Uh, everyone thought we talked. We argued this last time, Brad. I was on the show because it was Beckett versus Ige. And I said, "You guys got no power," and you guys called me stupid, and that was mean. But now I got Somehow Brad back. Ate that. I don't know how the. And me and Brad know. are together. Solidarity, man. No. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <in> Munich. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, your fault. Uh, yeah, I I like Edson Barbosa here. Like he's 
way bigger than Danage. He's got a huge reach advantage. He's got a far superior kicking game. He had like pretty excellent takedown defense at lightweight. Now he's dropping down. He's going to be defending takedowns against smaller dudes. So even if he's like a little bit diminished from the weight cut, his cardio is not quite as good as it was before. He's going to be able to stop takedowns early and he's going to put some shit on Dan Edge. Um, I could see this being another Edson Barbosa leg kick stoppage, uh, just because he's going to be able to, to work that game a lot really early. And then it's going to make it even easier for him to def- defend takedowns later on. And the only thing he really has to look out for is getting clipped by a guy that doesn't have any like actual knockouts on his record. So. I like Barbosa quite a bit here. I don't even really care about the weight cut. Um, you know, if he makes it fine, if he misses weight by a few pounds, I don't hate that here either. Uh, so I, I like Barbosa quite a bit, and I, I think this is going to look impressive. He's never lost to anybody outside of the top 10 at lightweight, and now he's dropping down and facing a guy who's never beat anybody inside the top 10 at featherweight. So uh, I just, I think this all adds up for Barbosa to make a nice little featherweight debut. Bet it. Get it. Wow. Um, I got Barbosa B, Dan Ige, a, a C plus. I mean, I like Ige. I think he's a pretty good fighter. Um, I think he's got decent power for featherweight um, and he can grapple decently. Um, Barbosa has pretty decent takedown defense. He's only really been taken down by really top level wrestlers like a Habib. Um, and he's going to be big for featherweight. That's for sure. Um, I think the question comes down to like Barbosa's chin has not been great his last few fights, but how does it translate against a guy who's a featherweight when he's moving down the featherweight? He's fought lightweight fighters. So that's really the question mark here because on the feet, I mean, I mean, Barbosa is going to be able to keep range. He's way bigger. I think it's a four-inch or five-inch reach advantage and a four-inch height advantage. So much bigger fighter. Um, it's hard to – I mean, if you're looking at this objectively, it's really hard to say, like, I'm confident in Dan Ige winning. Like, come on. Let's be real here. Uh, this would be Ige's best win by far of his career. He'd be having to be a fighter that he's smaller than um, and fighting a guy who's coming down a weight class to fight him. Um so, look, again, like I said, I'm I'm a fan of Ige. I, I think he's a bit underrated, but this is a different this is a different type of fighter that he's facing. I think it's I think it's asking a lot. I'm surprised by the line. Sometimes when you see a line like this, you're like, hmm, that doesn't really make sense to me, and that kind of makes me caution a bit because I think Barbosa probably should be closer to minus two hundred in this fight, maybe even minus two ten, minus two fifteen. It almost seems too good to be true. Uh, again, I'd be a little worried about the knockout of, of Ige. I think that's really the only way Ige can win this fight is if he knocks out Barbosa, which I and think is possible. Hasn't Barbosa, Barbosa been stopped by strikes by Justin Gaethje and like way back in the day by Jamie Barner? Well, he so got, he's been yeah. getting clipped more, but exactly that's kind of what I'm saying. He guys aren't putting him out unless they're guys with a lot of power, so. I, yeah, I just lightweight. This is different. He's facing a much smaller fighter. He's not used yeah. to that. I again, prove me, prove it, prove me wrong. Yeah, prove me wrong. Despite the guy having talent at featherweight, but this is, I mean, you're talking about a top ten lightweight 
probably still a top 10 lightweight going yeah. down in weight facing yeah. a guy not ranked up. Prove me I wrong. Mean, he arguably beat Paul Felder last yeah. fight. Yep. Yeah, yeah. right. Who's the top 10 lightweight right now? So, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's razor close. I mean, he beat Dan Hooker. Uh, but let's see what it looks like on the scale. I mean, it, 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 that is the one. I don't even care. That's why I, I mean, he's going to look bad. He's going to look real bad. That, that's why I'm going a little bit lighter. He's going to look pretty bad. bad. And he's not even really drawing himself out yet. I mean, he would, he would kind of drawn out at 155. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is weird. It's a little. The line is very confusing. I mean, it really shouldn't be. It could look like I said. Ige was moving. Let's put this way: if Ige was moving up from featherweight to lightweight and fighting at lightweight, what do you think the line would be there? Yeah, yeah. So there you go. On that weight cut. All right, co-main event. One of the only female fighters Lance wants was willing to talk about. Claudia, Claudinia, Godella should have been strawweight champion at one point. But it wasn't taken on. Not a friend of the MMA analysis. Angela Overkill. Yes, she is. I like Angela Hill. She's not a friend of the show. She's active, but she's not a friend of the show. I don't think so. That's great. Fine. I like really. Angela Hill. Yeah, I like Angela Hill. Why? She? Oh, because she's former military. No, I think she's funny. She did the little Carl Weathers thing on Twitter a little while ago. That was. Funny. I like her character. Her, her fights are fun for a 115 pound women's fight. Her I fight mean, with Andrade was great. Low bar, super low bar. Yeah, low bar ever. Throws a lot of strikes and gets taken down a lot. So. <laughs> like limbo, this thing gets like lay down to slide under that low bar. But in the one with the bars, she's she's pretty. She's not bad. Uh, uh okay. Uh, New Sean, start us off with this. My I girl gonna win. Yeah, she is. This, this line is, yeah, is pretty low um, for for Claudia. The 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 chicks that Angela Hill's been fighting are, are not good. Uh, she's been looking better, but nobody's really going to challenge her like Claudia. Claudia is a a perennial top five fighter in this division. I know she kind of had a weird fight last time with Randa Marcos. She really wanted to show her striking, which obviously is still a work in progress. Um, I think she could have wrestled and easily won that fight, um, or won that fight a, a lot more easy. Um, Marcos ran the floor with Angela Hill, if you don't remember that. Yeah. Um, the fight with Nina Ansaroff was was kind of rough. I mean, we know now that Ansaroff is, is pretty decent. Um, I think Claudia is is still pretty damn good. Obviously, there is some sketchiness with her gas tank, but... Uh, in this in this matchup, I think she can wrestle Angela Hill to the ground and and smash her from up uh, from on top. Uh, and I think she can do okay on the feet. She can she can take a punch. So uh, I like her. I put her with uh, Baeza just for a one unit bet at plus one thirty. Hmm. Lance, how are you betting it, Claudia? So first off, I was at the Angela the Raleigh card, oh. and I was sitting next to. Uh, the girl that Angela Hills was fighting's neighbor, and then watching her reaction to Angela Hill elbowing her in the face made me happy. Fair. I just want to admit that. I just, I just want to put it out there. I thought it was funny, and she was sad, and it made me a bad person. Just tell but us I, about Claudia. Enough violence I, in a women's fight. You'll, you'll take whatever you. Can I, I want to share it with you guys. Um, I like Claudia here. Um, styles make fights. And she's gonna, Angela's gonna get taken down and she's gonna get her ass whooped. And, uh, Claudia's looked in great shape. I, I, I follow her on Instagram for research purposes. 
Hmm. Um, and she's in great shape. She's hitting the sauna a lot. Uh, she's working out like she's looking good. Um, and I think, I think she takes her down, beats her up in this fight. I think this, this line's honestly very confusing to me. I thought this was the worst, uh, worst line fight on the card. Um, this is not a competitive fight. Okay. Bradford. Yeah, I, I don't exactly get this one. Um, I think Claudia struggles, we know, in the, the third round and beyond in fights. So if she ever gets back to a point where she's in five-round fights, she's going to be in trouble. But there's not a lot of girls that can out-wrestle her. Angela Hill is not on that list. So it's going to be a couple rounds of Gedalia getting takedowns, doing some damage from top, probably not getting a sub, even though I think she's got the, the potential to be actually to actually be able to finish the fight on the ground. Uh, and then the third round, Hill's probably going to be able to stuff some takedowns and, and probably win that one. So it might be a little bit dicey going to scorecards, uh, but I, I think Gedalia should have a, a pretty clear 29-28 in this one. Okay, I got uh, Claudia C plus Hill C minus. Uh, we saw what Hill did against uh, when she had to face a grappler, uh, Marcos, and she was toasted by Marcos and submitted. I didn't see that actually, but other people did, <laughs> like New Sean. I didn't know they fought. Uh, our, you know, our <laughs> listeners actually do watch women's MMA. Either way, um, I hate to get better listeners. I hate to listeners. Claudia is just a better grappler. Uh, and if she, gets, if she gets Hill down, I think she's going to submit her. I think that's the truth. Uh, I mean, Hill has, doesn't, hasn't had the cardio that she had maybe earlier in the year, maybe a little bit of age. So as much as, Claudia is, as much as Claudia has kind of fallen off, unfortunately, I mean, she still has a significant wrestling advantage, and she can go for submissions when she gets to the mat. I like Claudia here. She's going to get the W. Let's move on. Uh, Walt Harris, Alistair, the Ream, Overeem, main event of this card. Nushan, heavyweights. Is this going to be a fatty's going to fatty thing? I hope so, because if it goes longer than that, I think uh, Overeem's going to win. Uh, I lost a shit ton of money on Overeem uh, against Rosenstruck. I thought uh, he fought pretty well in that fight, but uh, he's just a moron and got knocked out with four seconds left, just not even doing anything. Uh, whatever. Uh, I'm probably going to lose some more money on him here. Uh, I think Walt Harris, Harris can definitely get him early. Uh, Overeem will have to be ready for that. I think he will be. Um, as, as long as Overeem can, can withstand that, that first or second rush, I think he should be golden. He's obviously the better striker, the cleaner striker. Um, I took Overeem at plus 137 just for a one unit bet. Uh, you'll have to, like, like UJ, I want uh, him to, Harris to prove that he's at that level. I also grabbed Overeem sub at plus a thousand for, for 0.25 U. Maybe you can grab it because, because Harris is terrible on the ground. All right, Lance, I know your opinion differs. Tell us why. Yeah, I, I like Walt Harris here. I mean, Overeem just cannot take a punch. He he can't take – how many times has he got knocked out in the last couple of years? Anytime he faces anyone that's even, you know, decent. Like, he has – He didn't over. get knocked out by old man Olenek. <laughs> that is a tremendous accomplishment. It is, it is big feat. Yep. And then Sergey Pavlovic, I don't know who that is. Uh, he also. Yeah, I, I know our buddy Derek's big on uh, big on the Pavlovich. Yep, 
That's a good win by Overeem. He he beat a young guy. Yeah, a good one too. Well, Lance doesn't know those Russians, so I don't. I don't they're, know. they're colluding for him. I think that Mark, that's Mark Pavlovich's son. Mm. It it just it seems like as soon as um as soon as Overeem gets hit clean, it's over. Um, versus Rosenstruck, it, it took a little bit of time. Uh, a Harris, a little, a lot of time. I lost a lot of money in that fight too. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> that was that was sad. Um, yes. Harris is is ultra aggressive um, in, in most of his fights. He comes forward, he throws bombs. He's not, not going to sit back and play Overeem's uh, distance kickboxing game. Uh, he's going to charge forward. He's going to throw punches. And uh, honestly, I, I think I think while Harris catches him clean, I think he puts him out cold. And you know, not just because of the story, but I think it would make a better story. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Uh, I know it's so fucking MMA. Like Harris is, they're gonna touch glove, and Harris is gonna trip and tear his ACL, and like I know. Gonna and have, or he's gonna test positive for coronavirus tomorrow. <laughs> can't so, have nice yeah. things, man. So can't have nice things. I'm parlaying Claudia with uh, with Walt Harris here. Mm. All right, um, Bradford. I- I'm going the other way. I I got to back over him here. Harris has never beat anyone good. Like, never. I'm not even sure he's landed a punch on somebody good in practice. Um, so he's got that going for him. I, I get what Lance is saying about him being aggressive and Overeem struggling to to take shots at this point. But Overeem's initial defense is usually pretty good at this point. Um, so he's got that pretty good shell. And then... With Walt Harris being so aggressive, what's going to happen is he's going to throw a bunch of shots, Overeem's going to cover up, and then Harris is going to end up in the clinch. And when you end up with the clinch in the clinch against Overeem, things are not going to go well for you. Either he's going to get a takedown and Harris is completely lost on the ground, or he's just going to be able to start unloading with knees. So I think <laughs> Overeem's going to pull this out one way or another, uh, and I'll, I'll take a little bit of dog money here. You know, I... Uh, yeah, um, I, I I have never really been impressed. Walt Harris is the dude that like sort of got kicked in the head by Nikita Krylov, and it was just like, yeah, I don't want to fight anymore. So remember, that's who you're betting on. Yeah, I have, I got the Reem C plus Harris a C minus. Uh, Harris basically is a striker. Um, if Reem does what he does, what he's been doing normally and kind of covering up and avoiding the big strikes, as soon as this fight gets to the mat, and I, I, I think Reem could get this fight to the mat, I think he completely dominates Walt Harris. I would love to see Walt Harris try to, to stop a takedown. I don't think he can. And if Reem gets him down, I think it's hammer fist, maybe even elbows. Elbows, it's over. I think it's over <laughs> on the mat. I think he's, I think he's like a, I think he's like a virgin on the mat. He just he's like a like a, a fish just blah, 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 around, you know. Yeah, it's over. So, Lance, tell me, Wal Harris stopping takedowns? I don't need think it. I don't think Overeem's going to wrestle. <laughs> Lance but thinks that Harris is going to knock him out before he gets any takedowns. I think, I, I think Lance forgot about that in his evaluation of this fight. No, no, no. My evaluation is Harris is going to move towards Overeem. He's going to hit him in the face once. And then Overeem's his nose will explode, his lip will break off his body. Maybe he'll hit him right here, and then his other ear will fall off. 
Like, there's no telling. Some kind of body part is going to fall off over his face. I think Reem's uh, going to be very cautious in this fight. Yes, sir. After yeah. the after the Rosenstruck fight, you can be what cautious all you want. But Harris charges forward. Do you remember the Struve fight where Overeem was like super tentative for most of the first round, then got a takedown and just smashed his shit? Yep, same thing. I think this is a great price on Reem here, honestly. I think it's a gift. That's it. Yeah, I don't know uh, if if we're going to do one next week, if we do a recap, or if we wait until the following week and just do do We can do a recap next week just to do a short show. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I guess they they couldn't finalize the... uh, the Vegas card for, for next weekend, so then they had to push it to the following or, weekend. Or Dana wanted a break and enjoy the holiday weekend. They, no, they, no. Jay, you and I were talking. They've only announced four fights on that card. Like I don't get it. I don't I don't understand what they're doing. It's two weeks away. Shouldn't they be telling fighters who the fuck is fighting? Nope. I Are want a mystery. Rona. But I think they're going to be doing one, one fight card a week, at least for uh, – the next few into June. Maybe, they I don't know how they're going to. I don't know how they're going to make up for the. I don't know how they're going to make up the fights that they missed, unless there's going to be no off weeks. doubles. They need to get contender series going. We'll see about that. I don't know if that even counts, though. I'm ready to fight. You ready to fight? <laughs> I'm going to fight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, women's Adam Wait. Can we start calling out people from other podcasts? I, mean, I don't. I don't think that's competitive. <laughs> Most of them are nerds. Who would you like to call it. out? You have if someone in particular? If someone wants to come at this, I mean, <laughs> I'll oblige. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll find on behalf of you guys. Uh, sure. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll send your grievances to your wife after it's over. Yeah, I've heard there's an an anti semite or two out there on MMA gambling Twitter. So oh. oh. <laughs> Forgot yeah. about that. Yes. Is he on Oddsbreaker too? Did he go there? He is now. Did they? Because I, I know Nick hired. He found the ten nerdiest, worst MMA gamblers <laughs> of all time. I was like, you guys should totally sell fights on my my site. It used to be legit. I remember that. He was betting like twenty five dollars a bet, and now he's selling picks. Huge. Z. Mm-hmm. Z. Nazi. Said, <laughs> EDM baby. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. That was fun. That does All it this right. week. New Sean, make sure that the you know the listeners that didn't listen live, they get the little uh, Easter egg at the beginning of the show. Yep. From, uh, Easter egg? Yeah. A little. Maybe you know, you'll have to listen. Sure was like a month five ago. Seconds of the podcast. Yeah, the little we got a little special action from TSN. Remember. <laughs> Uh, tease and tease to Wesley and fam. Yeah, he'll yeah, tease and tease. Hopefully, we get the Southern draw back next week. I'm sure he he can't stay away too long. Yep. I'll pray for uh, I'll pray for his wellness. Tease That's tease understandable. Tease. I'm I'm gonna go to church and then the bar. Good luck with no. that. Nashville's back, baby. Not synagogue. They're not open. They're not allowed to be open. Not the gog. <laughs> not the gog yet. You know. <laughs> You gotta be very careful. Yeah, All right. Well, we'll we'll see you Saturday. Maybe we'll do a. You know, some of us may jump on to like a live. Uh, nope, not doing it. Nope. Lance won't. Lance we should won't send that out won't. to see if some more people want to. Yeah, I think we might try that out Saturday. See if we. Uh, we had like seven people or so earlier on uh, yeah, last card. Oh, you guys did this. You had random people jump on. Not no, yet. it was we, just we, well, we might, just like Coach and Trish and Jerry. 
Yeah. Some of the friends of the show. Yeah. Yes, sir. We might extend it out to some, uh, you know, additional folk to see if they want to. If they want to, you know, a little, little VIP package. You know how that works. We're a WebEx family, so I can't. That's understandable. Anyway, that does it for this week. We'll talk next week. Enjoy.